0: ...as he was concerned, any friction between a man and his wife was for them to deal with. Others could mind their own business. Just then, sensing that he was being watched, Tom looked up to see Bill staring at him. Feeling uncomfortable at having been caught out, Bill gave him a quick smile and hurriedly returned to his paperwork. No doubt that woman has been giving him grief again. Like everyone else, Bill was aware of the gossip... Tom guessed what was going through Bill's mind, as it must be going through the mind of every man jack on the factory floor. He had long suspected they were aware of his unhappy marital situation. In fact, he was sure the whole of Blackburn must know about his wife's sordid affairs by now. Whenever he tackled her about seeing other men, she always denied it. But occasionally the evidence betrayed her. A trusted neighbour might tell him... He might catch a glimpse of her in the street on the arm of some stranger, "'and once he came home to find a man's wallet lying on the floor of their bedroom. "'Like a good and practised liar, she always had answers. "'After a while, for the sake of peace, Tom pretended to believe her lies, "'but he had so much bitterness and regret in him, so much pain. "'There was a time when he had adored her, "'but his love for Ruth had diminished in the face of her betrayals.' For the sake of appearances and the well-being of their son, he had stayed in the belief that it was better for young Casey to be part of a slightly damaged family than not be part of a family at all. He made himself believe that he must be partly to blame, that somehow he had failed not only Ruth but himself. In the end, seeing no way out of his impossible dilemma and unable to right the situation, he left her to her own devices and devoted his life and energy to Casey. If it hadn't been for his son, Tom would have left his cheating wife long ago, but Casey was the light of his life, and at times his only joy. Now, though, ironically, his careful reasoning was undermined because fate had intervened, driving him in a different and unexpected direction. As he queued for his wages with the other men, tom silently dwelt on his life and the way things had turned out ruth had been the wrong woman for him and because of her he had never taken the chances when they came along and there had been one or two the most memorable being a certain occasion when his musical talent might have carried him into the big time now that was a dream long gone his chances of becoming a serious musician were lost forever He would never know the joy of playing to audiences far and wide because, like a fool, he had listened to Ruth. And now it was all too late. Pushing the bad thoughts from his mind, Tom thought of Casey and a gentle, loving smile washed over his face. That cheeky, darling boy had appeared to inherit his daddy's passion for music and a quenchless curiosity for knowledge. He wanted to know everything about music about life and the way of things in the world from the minute he could speak casey questioned everything wanting to know where the sun came from in the morning and where it went at night he spent hours watching the birds in the backyard and when they sang he mimicked them and sang back in his odd little way casey had danced before he could walk And whenever tom brought out his guitar to play casey would sit on his knee to watch and listen his face wreathed in amazement while the music filled his soul then his mammy would complain about the noise and the music was stopped thinking about that now tom realized there were things he was powerless to change and he was filled with a great sense of sorrow now although it was too late for tom himself it was not too late for Casey. You all right, Tom? Ernie Sutton, a workmate, sidled up to him. What's up with you? Tom was instantly on his guard. Nothing. Why? Ernie gave a shrug. Well, I was just wondering. I mean, you've been quieter than usual, that's all. Like the others, he had noticed how Tom had barely spoken a word today. A problem shared is a problem halved. He ventured gently. "'I'm older than you, son, and I've seen a bit of life. "'I might be able to advise you, if you've a problem, that is. "'I'm not saying I don't have problems,' Tom admitted wryly. <laughs> "'Because I do, like any other man I expect.'